This podcast is a production of the Three Ranger Bros Studios, in association with Zio to Hero the Podcast. Chapter 4. Zords Combine Brohan had hid himself in his office for two days straight, not letting anyone in. The four boys and Himiko stood there staring at the locked door. I'm telling you, it's been two whole days, Lip muttered. Maybe he is just busy. Himiko barked. Has he done anything like this before? Eric asked. You guys are aware he owns the place, right? And he's a grown adult, Mark said sarcastically. He's a bit of an odd one, Elias sighed. Himiko rolled her eyes and walked up to the door and knocked on it. Loki sat there on his throne. The prisoner cage sat to his left. The city of golden clouds... In front of him, Nephis teleported into the throne room with something in her hand wrapped in a brown cloth. The throne room... Really? You're sat in here? Nephis sighed. Eh, fine. The room of god treasures is fantastic, by the way. I found this that you wanted, Nephis said with glee. She tossed the thing to Loki, who caught it. Don't be so reckless, you fool! This is a very powerful tool, Loki barked. What is it? Nephis asked. Loki unraveled the cloth and revealed a human skull, with a few cracks in it. As Loki grasped the skull, it started emanating a black energy. This is the Nega skull. When it had a living brain inside, it belonged to a Nega ranger. One of the very first, actually. And now, I'll use it to turn those idiots into purebred monsters. Minions of my army. Loki chuckled, pointing to the cage of locked-up gods. Go on, then. Turn that hippo thing into a monster. Make it get rid of those ranger brats, Nephis grunted. Loki clicked his fingers, and the hippo was dragged out of the large cage by a few of the mummies. She was the god Tarawet, and she was the goddess who was worshipped by those who lived in Egypt. She was protected those that are mothers and children of Egypt. You'll grovel at the feet of the gods if you think, Tarawet started, but Loki waved his hands and a belt formed around the hippo's mouth, silencing the goddess. Loki aimed the skull at the hippo-looking goddess and its opened mouth and sucked in Tarawet into it. Tarawet was nowhere to be seen. The mouth closed and the skull started glowing again and shaking uncontrollably. Then the skull opened its mouth and shot out a blast of red and black energy. The red and black energy hit the floor and formed into a monster that stood before them. 
The monster still had a hippo head, but she now resembled a pregnant woman, covered in black armour. She had a blue line of paint down from her shoulders going across to her waist, which symbolised a flowing river. I am Mother Nancy. The monster growled. <laughs> I get it, I get it. Mother and pregnancy, Mother Nancy. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's funny. Nephis cackled. Shut it. The monster barked. I'll destroy you myself in a minute. Nephis snapped. Both of you pack it in. Now, Mother Nancy, go to Egypt and take out those goddamn rangers. Loki ordered. Then Mother Nancy teleported away. listener this is a not paid for product placement for the zero to hero podcast what do you if mean you definitely paid? like what you're listening to now come on over to the, the zero to hero podcast lights on, just anywhere you want to be able to find your podcast at trash bills like apple Podcasts, spotify amazon podcast and google Podcasts, which is still a little weird for the two next two weeks come on over and enjoy yourself and listen to billy and myself bicker argue and, well, fight about a lot of things, no, as we are the Balkan School of Podcasting. How the hell am I Good luck out there, and welcome you. back to the show. The four boys in Himiko waited for Brohan to answer when suddenly the alarm started to ring, signalling the group to head to the monitors. They ran into the room and watched they saw a monster attacking the hospital. We better go now. Himiko barked. Agreed. Mark nodded. Then they all teleported away. They teleported into the hospital car park as they saw a hippo-like monster throwing a car into an ambulance. I come for the children. The monster growled. Never thought a monster would steal children. Eric said confused. Hang on. There is an Egyptian goddess who protects mothers and children? She's depicted as a hippopotamus? Himiko said, pointing at the monster's hippo-shaped head. Wait, are you saying this thing is related to a god? Lip asked. Loki has most of them in prison. Who knows what he's doing to them? Himiko sighed. Guys, fight monster now! Be book geeks later! Elias hissed. Eli is right. Mark barked as he took a step forward. It's morphin' time! Mark called out. Mark held out his Cornish power morpher, and it popped open. Konobis Ficken! Mark called out. Then the morpher dematerialized, leaving the coin floating there. Mark then morphed into his ranger suit. His helmet formed over his head. Then the coin started spinning and it flew at Mark, hitting Mark in the chest. The coin shattered and Mark's Cornish chest shield formed around him. Mark had morphed into the red Cornish ranger. Eric held out his fist. His green Celtic ring started to glow. Nyer knock, Kilchuk! Eric called out. Then he held up his fist into the air and suddenly a Celtic rune formed above him. He then lowered his arm and the rune lowered itself down and it phased over Eric, his ranger suit forming over him as the rune descended down. As the rune touched the ground, it vanished. 
Eric had morphed into the gold Celtic Ranger. Elias pulled off his necklace and crushed the crystal in his hand. The energy that came from the crystal formed into a sword sheathed in its shield. Elias grabbed the handle which extended from the top of the shield and pulled the sword out and held it up to the sky. The olden scrapped Volgen Verda. Elias called out, then the blue energy seeped out of its blade and it formed around him. Then the energy formed into his ranger suit. His horns grew from his helmet as he sheathed his sword. Elias had morphed into the blue Viking Ranger. Lip held out his arm. Ra appeared behind him and sunk his talons into his forearm. White veins rippled through his wrist and a wrist-bound morpher appeared in the shape of a falcon head. Lip then held out his black crystal scarab, its wings opened and the key extended. He then opened the falcon's mouth and placed the key inside and then closed the mouth down. Capra! Lip called out. Then the falcon eyes started to glow and the energy wave pulsed from his morpher and it wrapped around Lip's entire body, forming into his ranger suit. Ra, the god of the sun, then married into Lip's body and his helmet formed round his head. Lip had morphed into the white Egyptian ranger of Ra. The Red Cornish Ranger ran at the hippopotamus monster with his power lance in hand. He spun in and around and started to slash it in several places. As he spun the lance around, the monster punched the Red Cornish Ranger in the chest and sent him flying back. The Ranger of Ra extended his wings, lifted himself into the air and caught the Red Ranger. The Gold Celtic Ranger summoned his Celtic Javelin and threw it at the monster. She opened her huge mouth and the Javelin flew into her mouth and she swallowed it whole. Food for my child? The monster said softly. Did she say child? The pink Japanese ranger asked. Didn't you say she protects mothers and children? The gold ranger asked her. Are you saying that this thing is pregnant? The blue ranger said questionably. The hippopotamus monster then slammed her fist on the ground and suddenly the car park slowly began to fill with water. Within seconds, the water had risen up to their knees. Great! One thing after the other, the ranger of Rara snapped. The blue viking ranger looked around then pointed to a few parked ambulances. Get up there! I got an idea! The blue viking ranger demanded. Everyone listened and pushed through the water, and climbed onto the ambulances, standing on top of them. They turned to the monster who waved their hand and set bullets of water at them. The pink Japanese ranger summoned a bundle of pink petals that shifted in shurikens, and then she kicked them at the monster. The red cornish ranger summoned his parabow and started shooting arrows at the monster. The ranger of Ra took flight, spun around, and fired silver feather blades at the monster as well. The hippo slammed her hands on the raising water, and the splashback formed a wall of water which blocked all the incoming fire. Suddenly, the sound of screaming came from the second floor of the hospital behind them. The ranger of Ra flew up, looked through the window to see mummies trying to steal children from the nurses. She's got mummies trying to steal babies in there, the ranger of Ra barked. Give me a boost. I will handle them. The gold Celtic ranger ordered. The gold Celtic ranger summoned his javelin and held up in the air. Then the ranger of Ra grabbed the other end and pulled the gold ranger up. He spun the gold ranger round and let go, throwing the gold ranger through the window. He smashed through, landed on the ward, and the mummies clocked him and tried to wrestle 
the nurses out of the way. The Gold Ranger then jumped in and stabbed one of the mummies, making it drop to the ground. Then he blocked an incoming strike before kicking the mummy back. He then jabbed the mummy several times before tripping it over. He then slammed the Tiffa's javelin into the mummy, destroying it. Then he saw one of the mummies snatch a baby and try to run off of it. The Gold Ranger then ran after it. He threw his javelin. The javelin hit the mummy in the back. The Gold Ranger slid across the floor and held out his hands and caught the baby. Easy now, little guy. I got you. The Gold Ranger said softly, then he handed the baby to one of the nurses. Then he achieved his javelin and hopped back out the window and landed next to his team, who kept throwing attacks at the hippopotamus monster. Talk to me, guys. The Gold Ranger said. Elias is still somewhere, and this thing is deflecting all of our attacks. The pink Japanese ranger replied. Someone say my name. The blue Viking ranger called out. Everyone looked over across the car park and saw the blue Viking ranger standing on the water with his sword glowing. Sorry, this bit always takes a minute to charge up, but it's worth it. The blue ranger chuckled. Then he jumped up, raised his sword. All of the water started to shift and swarm around the blue Viking ranger, encasing him in a whirlpool. Then the water took a form of a dragon. The Viking ranger swung his sword down and the water dragon flew up the hippopotamus and crashed into it. The hippopotamus monster exploded. The blue Viking ranger dropped to the floor in exhaustion. The other rangers all hopped off the ambulance and ran over to the blue ranger. The red Cornish ranger pulled the blue Viking ranger to his feet. Dude, nice move, the ranger of Ra said. Yes, it was impressive. But next time, warn us. Yeah? The red Cornish ranger sighed. Yes, boss, sorry. Spur of the moment kind of thing. The Viking Ranger nodded. Guys, something is going on! The pink Japanese Ranger called out, pointing to the remains of the hippopotamus monster. There, her baby hippo monster laid. It started crying and wailing. Then it suddenly doubled in size. Then again, then again. Then, in a blinding night, another hippopotamus monster stood there. But this time, it was gigantic. Now what? The Gold Ranger asked. Well, I don't know. The Red Ranger sighed. Oh god. Oh god, I think it's time. (laughs) The Blue Viking Ranger cheered. Everyone, hello. I think I can help you out here, Brohan said over the comms. Here it comes! The Blue Viking Ranger cheered once again. I apologize for the silence over the last 24 hours, but I present you something that can solve your slight dilemma here. I needed there to be a fifth ranger before I found a way to handle the bigger problems, which we all knew Loki would eventually pull up, Brohan explained. Brohan, please hurry up. This huge hippo is, well, you know, huge. The red Cornish ranger barked as they all rolled out of the way of a hippopotamus huge lion-like foot as it came crashing down. Mark, it's time for you to call the Zords, Brohan ordered. Okay. The Red Cornish Ranger nodded. Then he stood up and held his hand out. It's happening. Yes! It's about time, baby. Woo, this is awesome! The Blue Viking Ranger cheered in glee. Global Zords, assemble! The Red Cornish Ranger called out. 
Somewhere in Cornwall, a statue of a knight on a horse shimmered, and the bronze metal melted away, leaving a red knight zord, which rode a horse zord. Then the knight zord rode off and headed for battle. In a museum in Japan, a mannequin shimmered and the mannequin phased away, revealing a pink samurai zord. The samurai zord teleported away and headed for battle. At a beach in Norway, a blue Viking zord climbed out of the ocean, retrieved its weapon from a shipwreck Viking boat, then teleported away and headed for battle. Somewhere in Ireland, on top of a building, stood several gargoyles. One of them looked like a Celtic warrior. The stone shimmered away and revealed the gold Celtic warrior zord. The warrior zord stood tall and teleported away and headed for battle. In Egypt, one of the bricks that made one of the pyramids slid out of the slot and fell down as the white and black pharaoh zord climbed out of the pyramid. Then it climbed to its feet and teleported away as it headed for battle. The five rangers stood there in awe as five humanoid zords appeared, one of them riding a horse. Then they all grew to massive size. Those are awesome, the ranger of Ra called out. For once, I agree. The blue viking ranger cheered. The gold ranger chirped. Rohan, now what? The pink ranger asked to the comms. Command the zords. Via their cockpits, Brohan explained. The rangers all nodded and jumped up into the air and entered their zords. They all sat in their cockpits and grabbed a hold of two control grips. Night Zord, online! The red Cornish ranger called out. Viking Zord, online! The blue Viking ranger called out. Warrior Zord, online! The gold Celtic ranger called out. Pharaoh Zord, online! The ranger of Ra called out. Samurai Sword Online! The pink Japanese ranger called out. The five zords ran at the hippopotamus monster. Mm, please do nothing but children's toys. The monster growled. The knight zord came riding in on its horse and slashed the monster with its sword. Then the warrior's zord japped it with its spear. The samurai zord pulled out its katana and slashed the monster... Then it jumped back and with its forearm it opened up and fired three shuriken at the monster. Before the pharaoh zord and viking zord could dive in, the monster swung its hands and sent an arc wave of water crashing into the zords. Brohan, if we have zords, is it correct for us to assemble? They can assemble them into something bigger? The red Cornish ranger asked over the comms. Yes, you'd be very correct there, Mark, Brohan replied. Okay, let's see if combining them gives us the edge we need. The gold Celtic ranger grinned. Then all the rangers pressed their combination button on their consoles. Let's bring them together, guys. The red Cornish ranger called out. The knight zord jumped off the horse, which had split into two and become the pelvis and shoulder pads. The knight zord slotted into the torso and became the torso part of the Megazord. The Ferrazord and the Viking Zord transformed into legs and attached themselves to the pelvis section, and the Samurai Zord and the Warrior Zord transformed into arms and attached themselves to the shoulder pads. All parts of the Zords then combined into one Megazord. And the Megazord stood there, ready for battle. Global Megazord! Night Formation! The Red Cornish Ranger called out. The Global Megazord stood there with the two-handed knight sword in hand. It bolted forward and stabbed at the monster. The hippo ended its 
up rolling over then opening its mouth and tried to bite onto the sword as it went down its throat the megazord raised its knee up and kneed the monster in the chin then slammed its elbow down on the head before pulling the sword out of its massive mouth then it slashed the monster several times it then kicked the monster back it raised the sword which started to glow white then it swung the glowing sword down and slashed the monster the monster stumbled back and blew up once again leaving the global megazord to stand victorious the rangers all landed on the ground and demorphed. Everyone high-fived in cheer as they looked up in awe at their new Megazord. Good job, rangers. I'm glad you approve of the Megazord. I'd also like to add that each Zord has the ability to take the reins, not only allowing each member of our team the ability to command the Megazord, but granting the Megazord five different modes and weapon combinations, Brohan explained over the comms. Okay, that's kind of cool. Lip cheered. Took us a couple of days. But finally got to the Megazord part of the story. Elias muttered. It's almost like the Megazord holds perfect unity. Like how the gods are. Like how we are. All different, but come together as one team. Himuko said with a grin. She has a point. Eric muttered. Suddenly there's a flash of light, and there stood before them was Tarouette, the goddess who protects the Egyptian mothers and children. Hello, Rangers. You have freed me from Loki's reign and imprisonment. I am grateful for that, the goddess announced. The spirit of Anubis and Ra appeared next to Lip. Ah, Tarwet. Glad you're okay, Ra replied. Can you tell us anything about what Loki's up to? Himiko asked the goddess. I am afraid not. My memory seems hazy, like a fog it hides the memories of the cities and clouds, Tarawet told them. You must be staying hidden until we can free more of the gods from Loki's reign, Anubis told her. Wait, you two think we can free more of them? Eric asked the gods. Yes, we do. Ra nodded. Looks like we have a plot and a plan. Elias said under his breath. I'm glad we have figured this out, but we still don't know what Loki's overall plan is. Mark sighed. I bid you farewell, Rangers. I must protect the mothers and children of Egypt now. Tara said with a bow. Then she phased away and disappeared like she was never there. Turning gods into monsters. That's a new type of low. Eric grunted. I hate to say this, but we're still in the dark here, Lip sighed. We managed to free one of the gods. It's only one, but it's a start. Mark told his team, then they all nodded and headed back to the museum and library of ancient history to tell Brohan of the recent event. 